Illinois lawmakers were back this week to consider congressional redistricting, but didn't quite get the job done. Meanwhile, as Texas moves to ban virtually all abortions after six weeks of pregnancy, Illinois considers going the other way by repealing its 1995 parental notification law. And the Illinois Supreme Court issues an important ruling on firearms. We'll talk about all that on this edition of Capital Cast. Hello and welcome to Capital Cast, a regular podcast of Capital News Illinois. I'm Peter Hancock, and I'm here again with our State House Bureau Chief, Jerry Nowicki. So, Jerry, abortion, guns, and redistricting, it seems like we have enough this week to upset just about everybody. But I'd like to start with the Supreme Court's decision on guns, which came out just on Thursday, and it had to do with a Cook County firearms tax. Can you tell us, first of all, what the decision said? Yes, so there was it was a unanimous decision, but uh, there was what's called a special concurrence by one of the justices. So the decision, well, let's start with the tax. The tax was a twenty-five dollar uh, per gun retail tax on retail gun purchases in the county, and it was a uh, one cent per certain round of ammunition and five cents for a different type of ammunition, and the. Judges, while they did strike the tax down, really what their reasoning was was that it, the county did not do a good enough job uh, specifically demonstrating how the money uh, resulting from the tax was going to fund gun violence prevention programs and, and programming of that type. So um, the they said because it was... Uh, addressing a fundamental right, the tax does make it more difficult for a person to have that right. But it did say that if they would have done a better job of showing that it was tied to gun violence mitigations, they might have gotten away with it. They didn't uh, state that explicitly, but they said they struck it down because it did not do a good enough job about that. So the interesting thing was Justice Michael Burke, he had uh, he issued his own special concurrence which said you know i agree that we should have struck this down but i believe the constitution the illinois constitution explicitly prohibits uh the taxation on firearms and ammunition so he said it should have been thrown out altogether without any explanation on that front so you talked about it having to do with a fundamental right. I think the court used a phrase that uh, it often uses in dealing with fundamental rights. Whenever a, a law restricts or uh, interferes with the exercise of a fundamental right, it comes under what's called strict scrutiny. It, it generally means that you have to show that there is a compelling state interest and that the law is narrowly tailored to achieve that interest. And so I guess what they're saying here is that because the revenue from the tax had no real relation with trying to prevent gun violence in the Chicago land area, uh, it failed the strict scrutiny. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so the, the entity that had issued the suit was Gun Save Life, Inc., which is, you might see some of the signs along the highway. They have their little four-line poems or whatnot about how important guns are and such. 
Okay. And so, meanwhile, you also covered uh, something that's being talked about during the veto session, the parental notification law. There has been a lot of talk about uh, a bill that would repeal that law. It requires abortion providers to notify a parent or adult family member at least 48 hours in advance before performing an abortion on someone age 17 or under. State Representative Anna Moeller, a Democrat from Elgin, has a bill to do away with the requirement. Earlier this month, Governor J.B. Pritzker was asked about it at a news conference, and he said he favored repealing the law. With him at the time was U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth, who also said she favors repealing it. Here's what Senator Duckworth had to say. Not everybody grows up in a family that is a, has a healthy, loving relationship within that family. I grew up with what we now call a tiger mom. I wasn't allowed to make mistakes. I was punished when I came home with a B instead of an A. Um, and I will tell you that I didn't have that open communicating relationship with my parents. And had I gotten pregnant at 16 or 17, I would have been one of those kids who, have li- who would have lied to my parents if there were parental no- notification laws. And I would have gone and got an illegal abortion. As you would expect, though, Republicans are staunchly opposed to repealing the law. During a news conference earlier this week, a number of GOP women in the state Senate held a news conference to explain why. Here's Senator Sue Rezin of Morris. Repealing this law is a clear and deliberate act on parental rights. Some of the advocates pushing for this repeal claim that it's necessary because of what's happening in Texas. But that is, by definition, a false equivalence. They know that what is happening in Texas has no effect on what's happening in our state. The reality is that Illinois has the most progressive abortion laws on record in the nation. So, Jerry, here's another issue that actually hasn't come up yet in the veto session. What do we know about where it stands right now? Yeah, I spoke to Representative Mueller briefly just outside of the House chamber, and she said, you know, she'd like to call it next week. Um, there's three days left of the session, and she she really didn't, there wasn't much of an answer in terms of uh, whether she had the votes or not. It was more of a wait-and-see type response. Um, so, you know, um, I think it's just a touchy issue, touchy issue, but um, the Republicans are saying it's completely independent of the larger pro-life versus pro-choice. It's just whether uh, the parent has a right to know. But then, uh, you know, we got a news release from the ACLU of Illinois, which says it's it's not really about the parents that have good relationship with their kids. It's It's about the ones that you know, sometimes the parent might be the abuser in a certain situation. But then the Republicans countered that there are ex- uh, some exemptions in the law, like a judicial bypass where a, a minor can go to the court uh, independent of their parent and ask a judge to bypass the uh, requirement of parents. Which uh, apparently they have done a number of times. I think there have been over 500 cases like that. Yeah, that's what the GOP said. I hadn't independently verified that myself, but that's the number Senator Terry Bryant used. So a couple of years ago, and Sue Rezin was talking about uh, Illinois having the most progressive abortion laws on the books, 
Uh, a couple of years ago, they passed what was known as the Reproductive Health Act, which says in statute uh, that women have a fundamental right to access to an abortion. That passed through pretty much on partisan lines, I think, back in 2019. Uh, is there a question now about whether or not that Democratic coalition still exists to repeal the parental notification? Yeah, there there certainly must be some question as to whether the votes are there. Otherwise, we probably would have seen this come to the floor earlier than the final three days of this year's session. Okay, well, while we're waiting for that to come up, lawmakers are scheduled to be back next week for the final three days of the veto session. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the 26th through the 28th. Of course, the other big thing we're waiting on is a new congressional district map. This happens once every 10 years in all states following a decennial census. This time, Illinois is losing one of its seats, going from 18 down to 17 because Illinois lost population since the 2010 census. One draft of a map came out late last week, and to say it met with some resistance would be an understatement. State Representative Tim Butler, a Springfield Republican, had this to say during the first public hearing on the map this week. After the map was released on Friday morning, uh, a headline that I think underscores exactly what's going on here. Illinois Democrats agonize over how much to gerrymander. State legislators proposed a map last week. National Democrats thought it didn't go far enough when it comes to gerrymandering. That's where we're at today on the congressional process. Degrees from bad to worse to terrible on how much the majority is going to gerrymander the congressional district for partisan gain. Butler was referring there to an article in Politico that actually focused on why many Democrats didn't like the proposed map either, because many of them think it doesn't gerrymander enough in favor of Democrats. It even quotes U.S. Representative Marie Newman, who represents the 3rd District on Chicago's southwest side, as saying it could potentially put her in a competitive district. So far, though, we haven't heard Governor Pritzker weigh in publicly on the redistricting process. Here's what he had to say when he was asked about all the opposition. Well, my sense is that the map that was put forward was not intended to be a final product. It was intended to be for discussion. Lots of people have discussed, uh, as we've seen. They've seen uh, the maps and wanted to make changes, both the members, current members of Congress from both, both parties, uh, as well as members of the legislature who are going to be voting on it. So um, I have not seen you know, what changes might be made, but I have no doubt at all that uh, you know, these things in the legislature, this is how the legislature works. So for now, we're waiting to see whether there will be a second draft, third draft, or maybe even a fourth draft before lawmakers get around to voting on one. And during all that, Capital News Illinois will be here to keep you up to date. And with that, we'll call it a day for this edition of Capital Cast. Capital Cast is a production of Capital News Illinois, a statehouse reporting project of the Illinois Press Foundation with significant funding from the Robert McCormick Foundation. Until next time, this is Peter Hancock with Jerry Nowicki saying stay safe and thank you for listening.